Honestly, it doesn't matter what you believe. Understand, you can believe in reincarnation. You don't have to believe in I really don't care. Uh, my only concern is, is that you believe that in the here and now, at this moment, you want to have a spiritual life. You want to learn how to surrender inside yourself unconditionally to be with God. If you live this way and are willing to overcome all the obstacles and all the things that stand in your way to becoming enlightened, that's the only thing that matters. All the rest of it is, you know, this person's opinion, another one's opinion. I mean, I believe in reincarnation. You know, I can't believe that anyone can manage to master this thing in one lifetime. You know, it's not possible. <laughs> but it's my belief. And other people don't believe in it. I respect that. You know, I can't imagine anyone coming to this planet in one lifetime, learning everything they have to learn to become an enlightened being. So, uh, the, the, the real question is, what are you doing at this moment? Understand? That's the real question. You know, what are you doing, as I talk about all the time, to develop a system inside yourself that's strong enough to be able to live a life that is in an unconditional surrender to God? This, to me, is the key to everything. It's living in the moment, being in the present, and being able to live, you know, joyfully and full of love and, and, you know, and to be able to share that with people that are in your life. I mean, I remember when Rudy, uh, he once told me that he worked with somebody and he said the person was so congested that the only way he could get anything to open in them was to go back to one of their past lifetimes, to find in that past lifetime what he couldn't find it in this lifetime. The person was so thick that he had to go back into their past lifetime to find what would decongest them. And he said, I found it. And I opened something so profound in them that it will affect them the rest of their life. So, you know, Reincarnation, past lives, all this stuff is something that really is exper experiential. You experience it. You work with somebody and you, I mean, I remember there was a, a, a young girl who came to me in Texas who had cerebral palsy. And uh, her brother used to live at the ashram in Denton. And I'll never forget this girl. She was one of the most innocent, beautiful creatures I'd ever met in my life. I looked in her eyes and I, I mean, I said, how could this, you know, what could she have done in her last lifetime to have brought this about? And I, she used to come to my shop every single day from a month or two. And I would work with her, meditation, do healing work with her. And one session was extraordinary because I started going back into her psyche very far and I came to the realization that this was her first lifetime. And the trauma of coming into the world was so profound that it affected, it created this condition inside her because I couldn't, I used to see her and I began to see this fish and you know, it was incredible. I began to see the whole almost Darwinian evolution of consciousness inside this this woman. And it was so amazing to me when I realized, hey, 
this condition she has is a condition of trauma, of being born and coming here. It's her first time. It was extraordinary because I couldn't, it used to make me crazy to look at her, to see such beauty and innocence in this human being. And how did she get like this? You always you think, well, she murdered seven people in her last lifetime and she came back like this, you know? But I couldn't see it. And then I realized this was her first incarnation. And the trauma is what did it. It was extraordinary, extraordinary experience. It enabled me to work with her. It enabled me, it enabled me to restructure the whole psychic and spiritual work I did with that person. It was extraordinary.